your host Alan G and welcome back to the podcast. So in this episode we're going to talk about what's to love about 360 photos and videos. So with that in mind, let's crack on. So as in the previous podcast, we're going to start with a little bit of a history lesson. And we're going to go back to 2016 because when Samsung released the Samsung Gear 360, it was, in my opinion, a little bit of a game changer for 360 photos and videos. And then a year later, the upgraded version became a freebie that was kind of handed out with deals on new mobile phones. It looked a bit like R2-D2, this kind of stem with a ball thing on the top and, and two lenses. Really bad as far as an LCD display, but what it was was an instant point-and-shoot 360 camera where you could literally put it up in the air, press the button, transfer it to your phone, and then put that stitched image as a 360 photo or a 360 video directly onto social media. We have to remember, though, it was a couple of years earlier, March 2015, when... YouTube took the plunge to enable people to upload their 360 images and it was only in September of the same year that Facebook did exactly the same. So the game had changed and the ease of access to 360 processing and stitching and also putting on social media made a massive difference to its availability. And it certainly did for me because that was when I chose to go and buy one of the Samsung Gear 360s which was 4K video and fairly decent quality photos as well. It was only a month after the release of the Samsung Gear 360 in 2017 that there was a real game changer and it came from Insta360 with their first Insta360 One and a year later... Uh, it really did make one heck of a difference when in October 2018 they released the 361X which still in 2020 is probably the best getting to 360 point and shoot 360 camera which also has the ability to take on some of those things that genuine photographers want so they want to change the exposures and and use things like HDR and the like. So we've we've had a real game changer hit the market, and of course that's continued. And now in 2020, we've now got 8K video and photos from the KuCam. But where's it leading us to? What are we going to do with this 360 stuff? And is it actually going to take off? Or are we kind of stuck in this little bubble of those of us that love it, love it, and everybody else kind of sits on the sideline? Because they're not that readily available. You know, you have to buy them online. You're not going to walk into Curry's and PC World and have someone there talking about 360 cameras. Maybe that might change this year because of the introduction of the GoPro, which which have really come out with a, a fairly decent 360 camera that has good audio as well. And that, that may be the consumer one that we start to see in the local shops who knows but let's go let's go back a bit 
and the reason I got into 360 was, and I think it's somebody you really, really do need to go and have a look at, either on YouTube or on Instagram, is a guy called Ben Claremont, an Australian guy, but he's puts forward this message of 360 in a really accessible way and shows that the 360 camera is more than just something for the few and really is something for the masses to take on board and make it into the family purchase as far as the point and shoot camera goes for holidays, day trips or even for the kids to have uh, as their very first camera. Ben for me did what no other photographer or videographer had done before. He actually turned taking photos into taking fun and his Instagram feed and YouTube channel revolved around the not just the art of taking 360 photos but to turn them into tiny planets or inverted planets and that was a totally new form of photography that people seem to either love or hate I know from my own Instagram feed, there's a lot of people that sort of see, how did you take that photo? Where are you? Where's the, the camera? If you're taking 360, obviously you're going to be capturing everything. And then it became an art as to where you can put the camera and go and hide so that you didn't end up in the picture. Or if you wanted to end up in the picture, how did you look in the picture? So I'm going to have a look at some of those 360 uh pictures on Instagram there's some amazing stuff that's been done by lots of different people but for me it was Ben Claremont that really set the thing going when he put a video out in 2017 saying you can buy a 360 camera for under a hundred pounds Insta360 continued to change the game and the reason they did or the way they did is that they introduced live video so you could take your 360 video and stream it live to facebook or to youtube and that was absolutely an amazing thing to see that you could put it on there you wouldn't need a vr headset but you could swipe the screen or use the keys on your keyboard to actually look around the environment to which the video was being taken. And that is something very different that we've never ever seen before. So Insta360 were the forefront of changing the game in my opinion. Another addition which kind of moved things forward was this geotagging, so that the GPS tagging, which allowed you to take photos and videos and upload them at a quality that Google Street View accepted. So you were no longer just taking photos for your friends and your family and for Instagram and social media, but you were able to put stuff on Google Street View that made 360 accessible to everybody else. That then turned 360 into a hobbyist. You could upload to Google Street View. You can actually share those with businesses that you'd attended or to, you know, restaurants, to cafes, to places that you've been and to start to enjoy 
360 as an environment where we enjoy not just the places we've been, but the experiences that we had. And we'd show them within 360 either as photos or as videos. And I find that absolutely fantastic. It means that you can connect with people in a totally different way. Insta360 One X and the Ricoh Theta V then became something that was not just consumer but prosumer. So you could not just use it for your personal life and things you wanted to share with friends and family, but you could also use it if you wanted to make money. And Ben produced a fabulous course, and I have to be honest, I've not signed up to it because it's not something that, that really interests me. But the virtual tour then became something that was saleable. So the average person could go out and spend £500 on a camera and actually make money from it. By talking about hotels or people selling their homes or businesses with what they offer to customers, you could do that in a 360 way. And that enabled people to use their fairly cheap, we're talking about under £500 for a camera, to actually generate some form of income. And it's something I've looked at, but I've not taken forward because I kind of think of my 360 camera as a toy rather than a money-making thing to do. As something that you can use and start as a base to create an entrepreneurial business. I just want to take a little break here and say if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Al's World, that's A-L-Z World in 360, and get in touch with me on Anchor, and we can have a conversation about your thoughts about 360 photos and video. So where does that leave us in 2020? 360 cameras are a source of family memories, they're a source of business opportunities and also of entrepreneurship moving forward in virtual reality world but it's not done where we need to have some VR goggles or other things that will enable people to view them because that social media has allowed us to put them out to the world in a way in which we can just use the keypad or we can use our screens to swipe and in a format that anybody can view it changes how we are able to view 360 and that's why i think that going forward every family everybody that's interested in 360 producing immersive content should consider 360 as a format that allows them to connect in a different way to photographs or to the normal media we see on facebook and twitter and an Instagram because it it allows you to see the whole environment rather than to see these picture perfect content that has been done in the past. What's interesting to me and what I hope will happen in the future is that people who are, take the 360 photographs or 360 video will do so in a way that allows people to understand the places where those videos are taken and the context to which they're taken. Are they taken in spring, summer, autumn and winter? 
are they taken because of a family holiday or because of a business trip or are they a professional photo either way what we will do is become to understand the context of what's being put out there so if a hotel was putting out a 360 video it'd be a promotional video to put out for them to promote their business but for us as consumers and hopefully we'll be able to put these 360 videos at some time or other on TripAdvisor or other review websites we'll be able to show people our own experiences I genuinely believe when we want to visit a place or book a holiday or want to go for a day trip to somewhere we really want to understand what that place is about and what experiences we can expect to have and from that it's important that we can view the place in a in a 360 manner we can understand what's in front of us what's behind us what's above us what's below us and what we want to achieve from from going there and and i admit it's from a personal perspective of the person producing the 360 video but it gives people an idea and i think that helps us promote certain areas i absolutely love living just outside of the city of durham in england it's a fabulous city it's a beautiful environment and if i can produce that in 360 for people to appreciate and want to come and visit then I've done my job in in saying I love the place that I live and I love the place that I I want people to come and visit so if we can do that in a consumable or prosumable manner we can do that through a 360 manner which is an, a medium to which everybody is accessible then that makes absolutely perfect sense to me and i want people to understand that 360 is not just a medium for the few it's something that we can all enjoy we can all use and we can all be accessible to i really don't know if that's something that people will take on board whether 360 will become consumable to to the masses but i'd like to think that it plays an active part in helping people decide where they want to go and visit or where they want to go on holiday or where they maybe even want to go and live because it's important to understand the context before you make that decision in the next episode i want to explore something very different and that is the bookshelf selfie trend it's the way in which people seem to think when they put themselves on photos and videos they stick the bookshelf behind them is this a academia thing is it a i want to be seen as intelligent thing is it a just normalized thing for people who think they are better than everybody else let's explore it but till next time you take care stay safe and see you later